Ayo, what is up, everybody? I hope you're having a great day. Uh, at the time of recording this, it's August 17th. And first and foremost, I apologize for being so inconsistent uh, with uh, the shows. I know I was getting back onto a, a pretty good groove. Um, but to say that these last two weeks have been absolutely insane... I am massively understating it, uh, both on both on a like personal level and on a business level. Everything has just been incredible and weird and changing, and in good ways, in weird ways. Um, I hate labeling things as bad because I always, I I'm a firm believer that anything that presents itself as bad is ultimately good for me in some way, whether I'm learning a lesson or you know the universe is removing certain things from my life or adding certain things to my life that are supposed to be there for a reason and blah, blah, blah. So I try not to say that it's bad, but some shit has gone down that hasn't been fun, but I do think that it is for the best. And I'll get into that a little bit. That's kind of what this episode is a little bit about. Um, but really at the end of the day, uh, I have just been nonstop pedal to the metal redlining for the last two weeks and I have just been trying to take breaths when I can and so therefore just haven't really been able to you know pod much but that said I did want to record a quick episode um well I say quick y'all know what that means um but I want to really just talk a, a little bit about I, I've, I've done episodes on this before but I'm bringing this back because I was reminded of a lesson today. And that lesson is to take advantage of the gap. Um, whenever something, you know, happens in your life, there is always a gap between what just happened, what that person just said or did or whatever, and how you respond, right? There's always a gap between those two things. And we always have a choice there's always an opportunity to take a step back, take a couple deep breaths, refocus, ask yourself, what am I trying to get out of this situation or this conversation or whatever? And oftentimes taking that second to, to, to breathe can really actually give you so much clarity about how to move forward. And so what I'm reflecting on kind of right now and processing this as I like out loud in real time is to widen that gap as much as you need to in order to make sure that you are working through problems with a clear mind. Sometimes that gap requires a couple nights of sleep, a good meal, a trip to the beach, a good fuck, a good breath sesh, breath work session, whatever it is. Other times it's literally just 30 seconds while you're on a call with someone to be like, hey, we're getting a little out of hand here. We're all getting a little frustrated. Let's take 30 seconds, take three deep breaths, and let's refocus on why we're here, why we're having this call, why we're having this conversation. This obviously is so, so, so important in business, so, so, so important in entrepreneurship, but it's also extremely important in real personal life relationships. I just had, uh, I just had a situation with my family um, that got extremely out of hand because this wasn't something that we could do. I tried really hard in the conversation as well. Like I could barely get a word in because this person was just screaming at me. 
for reasons I won't get into, but this person was literally laying into me. Um, and I was like, whoa, 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 like, let's, let's calm down. Let's not, let's not yell at each other. And I was raising my voice a little bit too, mainly because I was just trying to get a word in, but I admit I was also raising my voice. I was like dropping some swear words and I was talking to someone who's a little bit older in my family. And, uh, so I do take some responsibility for adding a little bit of fuel to that fire. However, it was a relatively short conversation. It was like a 10 minute conversation. And I said two sentences, the whole conversation. I could barely get a word in. Um, and this person was just yelling at me and, and, and being like, you need to understand. You need to see things from my point of view. You need to do this. You need to do that. This is all about how I feel. This is all about me, 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 me. Not once did they think about what I might want coming out of the other end of this conversation. Not once did they take into account what I feel. And without airing the dirty laundry, it was a really disrespectful conversation. I felt extremely disrespected and unwelcome. Uh, and it's just really funny because the conversation was about why I don't come around as often. And I'm like, you're literally proving my point in this conversation right now with the way that we're acting. And so I tried a lot to be like, hey, we're, we're getting a little feisty here. Let's try and like bring this down a notch, the both of us, me and you. And let's, let's talk because the last thing that we want is for this to like blow up, which unfortunately that was ultimately the, the outcome. Um, but I tried really hard multiple times to diffuse the situation, to, to bring it down to a level three and it just, it didn't work. And I tried to put gaps in this conversation that ultimately were not received. And I think that's one thing, especially when, when there are other people involved in taking a step back or taking advantage of this gap when there are other people involved, it's not just you, right? If someone says something shitty to you online, instead of just immediately getting pissed off and being like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, it's probably good to take 30 seconds be like, should I say this? What am I getting out of this? What do I want to get out of this interaction? Do I even want to have any further interaction with this person? It's a lot easier because the, you can control yourself. And if it's something like that, it's pretty easy. You just remove yourself from the situation and, and you're good. But when you're in a conversation with somebody, if you're on a phone call with somebody, if this is if this is something a little bit more complex and has multiple, you know, personalities and perspectives, it's a lot harder because one person might be trying to calm somebody down and the other person might not be ready to calm down. And so, uh, especially if I'm gonna totally stereotype older generations right now. Um, if that person is in that type of generation, they usually don't respond well to younger people trying to control a conversation. They don't really respond well to younger people, uh, having any kind of leverage or like dominance in a conversation. So like when I was trying to take control of the conversation and be like, Hey, let's just calm down a little bit. You know what I mean? That wasn't me trying to be like, oh, I'm better than you and I know how to have this conversation better than you do. That was me being like, if this keeps going the way that it's going, it's not going to end well. <laughs> but sometimes the egos of older generations, they feel entitled to certain things and they feel, you know, they don't do well with admitting when they're wrong. Sometimes even trying to diffuse a situation and widen that gap, uh, sometimes it just doesn't work. And this, today was one of those times. And I'm, I'm really, really reflecting on what happened today because I'm talking about this 
at a high level very lightly, but I just had to really sever a relationship. It's sever to a point where I don't necessarily think it's repairable um, with a family member that that I I was actually shocked to have to had to do because the person that I was talking to my whole life growing up was not an aggressive human. Like this person's behavior today was extremely out of character from how they normally interact and deal with conflict, at least from what I've seen in my life. And so I'm just reminded today to take advantage of the gap. Anytime that you have the opportunity to do so, even if it's not well received by other people in the situation, if there are others, it's still always good to offer it up. And for for a, for a long time uh, today, I was I was on the phone with my mom, and I was like, "I'm the common denominator here. This has happened with this person, and it's also happened with this person. Same side of the family. Um, they're actually blood related. These people. They're cut from the same cloth. They deal with conflict in the same way. And it's when they lose leverage and they realize that they messed up and that they're wrong, they get really really mad. They get like angry like yelly and then they hang up on you without without giving without providing any room for dialogue and so i was like dude am i just handling this wrong because this this is the second time now that this has happened to me with two different people and my mom was like i can see why you would think that because that's the entrepreneur like business brain of you but she was like the way that those two people talk to you and have talked to you and the way that they're handling these situations and shit like that, it's not cool. And they're, the common denominator is that the way that I live my life is not something that they approve of. Um, the fact that I decided to change my first and last name struck a really, really painful chord with them, which I went into the conversation being very compassionate about that piece like I wanted to have a discussion explain why I changed my last name um, explain all of these things and like kind of hopefully come to some middle ground of like I know you don't necessarily like the fact that I'm never around I know you don't necessarily like the fact that I smoke weed you don't like the fact that I'm trans you don't like the fact that I changed my name you don't like the fact you definitely don't like the fact that I changed my last name but let's at least come to some civil agreement so that we don't have to keep having this conversation and this argument and they just weren't having it and so my mom was like I can see why you think you're the common denominator but also you're just being extremely disrespected and there's nothing that you could have said or done to change the outcome of this conversation because they already had their minds made up before the conversation even started based off of what they said. So anyway, point of all of this is that if both parties in this conversation would have been open to widening that gap just a little bit or even acknowledging that that gap is there and taking 30 seconds to do something about it, I might still have a relationship with that person in my life. But it didn't happen that way and it is what it is. And when I get through the anger part of this situation, when I wake up tomorrow, I'm gonna reflect on this and I'm gonna be like, you know what, this was for the best. Because now that side of the family has zero leverage. That side of the family has zero leverage. Literally the only person on that side of the family that ever will get the time of day from me 
ever again, ever, ever again, is my sister. Um, literally everybody else, like, fuck them. And I hope they listen to this. And I hope that they realize that, like, the way that they've handled themselves over the last two, three years is absolutely asinine. It is so mature. It is absolutely fucking ridiculous that I, this the 26-year-old, am the most mature one out of all of the people who are starting drama. We got a 52-year-old out here starting drama. We got a 70-something-year-old starting drama. It's fucking ridiculous. It is so weird. So fucking weird. Because I'm a pretty chill, like, laid-back guy. But if you piss me off, you've pissed me off. And, like, people who know me personally, who are close to me, they know that when I get mad, I don't let it go. I don't let it go. It takes me, like, I'm... It's 4 o'clock, 4.30 right now as I'm recording this. I'm done for the rest of the day. I'm not going to be able to focus on anything else. This is something that I know I have to work on. This is something that I know I have to get better at. Um, and also, the fact that this is family is a little bit different. You know, like if this was just like a person, like an acquaintance that I had a falling out with, I'd be like, all right, fucking whatever, on to the next. But this is fucking, this is blood, you know? These people, I share DNA with these people, and they're deliberately choosing to be disrespect disrespectful and I'm over it and so because this is family it's gonna take me a minute to like be like what the fuck just happened and so but I am gonna wake up tomorrow and be like this was for the best I no longer have to deal with with any of the negativity none of them have any leverage anymore so like there's literally nothing that they can say do offer or or whatever that's going to like make me want to be around them because they're just miserable people to be around. Here's the thing. Happy people don't do what these people have done today. Miserable people are the only people. People who are not happy with their lives are the only people who make such a grand effort to try and control what I do with mine. And so sometimes that gap is really, really helpful to, to understand like, okay, I know why they're saying these things right now. And I also know that no matter what the fuck I say, nothing is going to change. And so today I've learned to widen that gap as much as possible. For me, it depends on the situation. When it's business stuff, I need few minutes, maybe something, whatever. Like I don't need much time to be like, you know what? I'm acting like an idiot. I'm mad for no reason. I need to just like breathe, be clear. And I'm good. Uh, that's like little things, big things, business, big, huge business decisions. I either sleep on it. I eat like I make sure that I'm level headed and I'm clear and I'm not in a heightened emotional state. Same thing with family. The gap that, that I usually need for big things like this is usually a little bit longer, so I might need to sleep or eat or fuck or breathe or something. Um, but when it's a conversation where the other person is not ready or willing to step into that gap with you and take that time to really like look at the situation for what it is and not be emotional about it, but be factual and logical about it, if they're not willing to do that, there's not always like you don't always have a choice. Like sometimes you just there isn't anything that you can do, and that was the situation for me. It was like over before it even started, really. So all that to say, you know, be mindful of the gap. Be aware of it. That's the first step. Be aware that there is a gap. A lot of people don't think 
that there's a gap between the stimuli or the trigger and the response. People think that, you know, oh, I was triggered. That's why I hate you <laughs> or whatever, you know? Um, and it's that, no, it's just you have wired your brain so hard. It's so solidified and ingrained in your brain that when this happens, you do this. And so what needs to happen is you need to start learning to rewire your brain so that when you are triggered again, you have a plan in place that exists within this gap that allows you to successfully solve the problem, overcome an obstacle, have a successful, like, calm conversation, whatever it is that you need to do to get through whatever is happening, that all comes from putting, being self-aware enough to understand like, hey, when this happens, I get pretty mad. So I usually need like a couple of hours before I'm ready to have this conversation again. Otherwise, I'm going to say shit that I'll regret. And it takes a lot to be able to admit to yourself things like that, you know? For me personally, I have a really, really hot temper. Things piss me off quickly, especially when I feel like it could have been avoided uh, with more due diligence, more attention to detail, things like that. I pay attention to everything. Like I, almost to a fault, pay huge attention to detail. Um, I remember a lot of things that I shouldn't remember. And sometimes it comes back to bite me in the, in the ass because I'm like, well, you said this or, you know, well, it what happened this way or whatever. And so for me, I know that my temper is short and it's hot, which means I, I know that if something pisses me off and I'm not given the opportunity to step into that gap and do whatever it is that I need to do to get my mind right, I will say things or do things that are not in my best interest or the best interest of anybody else involved or in the best interest of the situation itself and probably won't resolve the situation but likely will actually probably make it worse. And so the vibe check for this week and from this episode is to kind of audit yourself on this concept are you acknowledging a gap? Do you take advantage of the gap? What types of situations do you need gaps? And what is your plan that needs to be implemented when you step into that gap, right? Because everything's different, right? If a colleague is giving you feedback about something criticism-wise and you know self-awareness, right? And you know that you tend to get defensive when people give you, um, you know, criticism, constructive feedback, then you know what you need to do to be able to mitigate any blowback when someone is giving you feedback. And it's sometimes helpful too to, to, to tell other people like, hey, just so you know, I tend to get really defensive when I am receiving negative feedback. So here is what I usually do when I receive it. So if you're about to give me some, some feedback right now, um, just know that I might not respond for a while or just know that I might have to jump off this call and like really process it or think about it before I can like come back to you with a plan of, of action to make this better, right? Or whatever it is, but it requires a lot of self-awareness. And a lot of times older generations are not good at being self-aware. That's why people, uh, it's why people get themselves into situations that they get themselves into is because they don't have the awareness about themselves to understand how they react to certain things. 
And I always, I forget where I heard this, but I heard this somewhere. I can't take credit for it. I just don't remember where I heard it. But I always tell myself now, I always remind myself, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. I'm going to say that one more time. It's not your fault what happens, quote unquote, to you, right? It's not your fault that you grew up a certain way. It's not your fault that you, I don't know, fuck, have daddy issues. (laughs) Like, it's not your fault that you know, some of these things happened to you in your life, but it is your responsibility to make sure that those things do not taint your character. Example, my temper. I get it from my dad. 100% I get it from my father. It's not my fault that I grew up around so much anger. It's not my fault that I grew up in an environment that breeds anger and arguments, but it is my responsibility to make sure that I don't do the same thing with my family. It's my responsibility to make sure that I don't do the same thing to my friends. It's my responsibility to make sure that I do better for myself because I saw what the alternative is. So it's not my fault that this shit happened to me growing up, but it is my responsibility to make sure that it doesn't continue to happen. So with that, I hope you guys got some value from this episode. Just a quick little vibe check recap. Make sure that you are auditing yourself. Become as self-aware as you possibly can and take advantage of the gap between triggers and responses because the more that you're able to actually step into that gap and do what you know is going to be the most beneficial for you to get the best outcome, your life will change, your conflict resolution skills will improve, your communication skills will improve, and you'll notice that when things like this happened, like what happened to me today, you'll notice that that you'll be able to look much more objectively at these situations and you'll be able to be like, I fucked up in that conversation or you know what, I did everything I could and it happened this way because it was supposed to happen this way. So again, I hope this got value. If it did, share the episode with a friend, share the show with a friend. Please, please, please leave a rating if uh, if you're on a podcast platform that allows you to leave a review, please do that as well. It means the world to me. I would love to know how these episodes impact uh, more people um, than you know just some of my friends that text me about it on the side. So I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And until next week, stay vibey.